Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hi, everybody. Uh, indeed, welcome to this version of Winchester Radio. Um, we're going to talk about regarding Dean, uh, episode 11 of the 12th season, closing in on halfway through. Pretty amazing. Uh, this one was written by one of the new writers, Meredith Glenn, and directed by John Badham. Sometimes I see John Badham Jr. and sometimes just John Badham, but either way, fantastic classic uh, action director. Um, love him. Um, this was this episode was in many fans' opinions the best episode of the season so far. Um, I'd certainly put it right up there. I think I I personally still have to give the edge to Asa Fox. That was my favorite up until this one. And I really loved many things about this episode, but I definitely have nitpicks and annoyances with it. So I know I know a lot of fans are just like, this is perfect, this is the best, um, this is back to my show, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I'm glad it did it for you, and I really loved a lot of it, but I can't say I loved everything. Um, Becky, are you are you someone who's like, Hundred percent. This is the best episode of the season. Are you like me? Do you have maybe some nitpicks or? Yeah, it was really good. I would put it definitely in the top five, maybe the maybe the top three. I think Asa Fox is definitely beats it, and probably um, the episode a couple weeks ago when they were on the run at escaping the prison. Um, I see it be. I uh-huh. think it beats it, but it it was extremely good though. And Jensen was probably the best I think I've ever seen him in all twelve years. Mm-hmm. And and I really think wow. if he were if he were to submit this episode to the Emmy people, that mm-hmm. it, it would be mm-hmm. he he should definitely he. I would think he he should get nominated for it, and it would be a huge shame if he didn't, because I think it's the best he's ever been. In in this episode, mm-hmm. he was scary, he was funny, he broke your heart. I mean, it it was. Mm-hmm. He, this is this was Jensen's episode to shine in, and he really really did. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. He he and Jared were the best parts of this episode, both of them. Jensen, of course, it was his episode. It was Dean's episode. He's the one who was hit by the spell and um, uh, starts forgetting things. Um, everything. Well, not everything, because some things were still there. and and But then they'd be gone, and then they'd come back, and then they'd go away. And um, someone, actually more than one person on Twitter compared it to someone having Alzheimer's and dementia. And um, I can I can say that from a family member and watching them. It's definitely very, very similar. Um, and it is very heartbreaking to see um, poor Sam. I can identify with him because you're, you're stressed and you're worried all the time because you're wondering 
is this a good day? Is is this a bad day? Is is, a, is there anything left? Is it all going to go? Um, and you don't know what's going to go next. And is it going to come back a little bit? And and yeah, so I can definitely feel that. And it's also frightening for the person because when he and Sam talk in the mo the yeah the motel bathroom later, Dean says. I can feel it slipping away, which must have been terrifying because here he is losing it, but he can also see himself losing it. And yeah, um, one thing I one thing I loved though, as much as so many other things are gone, and then he couldn't even remember his name um, at the end when Sam he can hear Sam you know screaming. He's been attacked by the witches and eventually captured. Um, right away, he's like, Sam. You know, he knew Sam. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm, that speaks That's to the what, brothers. And, yeah, that that was one of my favorite moments because it's like, at, you know, at that moment, you know, he doesn't know any, he doesn't remember anything. And yet, mm-hmm. once, as soon as he hears Sam in pain, he knows mm-hmm. Sam's name. You know, he knows that's Sam. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I I really like that. One quick little mm-hmm. um, piece of trivia: the Waffle mm-hmm. House um, at the beginning is mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. den. It's the same Denny's that was used in Bad Day at Black Rock as Biggerson's, um, where they first oh. run into Bella. It's the same one. I recognize it uh, immediately because um, I've been there. And you get out the windows, you can see this gray building with pink um, roof on it. And in Bad Day at Blackrock, mm-hmm. that's the building where Dean had bought all those lottery tickets. And I, I remember that from being there in that building there. And you can see it mm-hmm. out the windows. I'm like, hey, it's the same place. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> when Dean... Um. And I'll just we'll just talk about it right off the bat. The dean talking to himself in the mirror, and mm. he gets to the point where he, you know, first he can rem- he knows his name, he knows Sam, he knows Mary, he knows Castiel, and then next he knows him, but he can't remember everybody else, and then till he finally doesn't even know his own name. That is probably, I mean. I haven't watched the older episodes in quite a while. I've been wanting to do a full series rewatch. But mm-hmm. right now, to me, that feels like the, the most saddest moment I can think mm-hmm. of in the whole show. And mm-hmm. I know there's been a lot of extremely sad moments, but <laughs> watching that because, you know, like Sam says, you know, seeing him, he's seen him die, but seeing him mm-hmm. lose himself is worse. And that's what it felt like. And, you know, like you, I've had family members who have had Alzheimer's and, you know, seeing mm-hmm. my uncle, who was always like this big, tough, gruff guy, not be that anymore and not know himself and be, a, you know, looking in the mirror and actually not recognizing himself and asking, mm-hmm. who is that? And, you know, stuff like that. It, it reminded mm-hmm. me of that. And that is just so hard and heartbreaking. And it just, it just killed me. Mhm. Yeah, and Jensen, it was a great scene. Jensen was so amazing. Mhm. And that's not easy because he's got nobody to act up against. You know, I mean, right. 
Dean is looking in a mirror, so he's seeing himself, but Jensen can't see anything. Mm -hmm. It's probably the lens of a camera, probably, or something. And he's got to do a lot with his eyes and his face and and a little bit with, you know, his voice because he he doesn't have that much dialogue. And it really is spectacular and heartbreaking. And when he starts out, you know, he's so determined, you know, my name is Dean Winchester, my, you know, it's my brother Sam, and, you know, my mom is Mary Winchester, my best friend is Cass, and it starts there because he, you think he's going to finish Castiel, and he doesn't, he goes Cass. Yeah, he stutters, and then yeah. He, yeah. Mm-hmm, and then he starts over, and he doesn't have enough, and then by the end, he's got nothing, not even his name, and he looks absolutely devastated and terrified, and and his eyes, you know, and he's he does there's like one tear you know it's hard to see but it, yeah. it goes down his cheek yep. you know and and yeah it's it's an amazing scene um yeah I, and i totally understand sam saying um i've seen him die many times and this is worse because Dean died, but Dean was still Dean when he died. You know, he he was right there till the end. Well, this is this is worse because Dean's alive, but he's not Dean. He's not there. Yeah. And this is right. this is someone Sam's had all his life that he's counted on, that's taken care of him, that has taught him how to survive and everything. And that person he thinks is gone. You know, he's trying to change that, but you know, he doesn't know for sure he's going to be able to change anything. So, yeah, I mean, I thought Jared was wonderful because he starts out cranky at Dean because he thinks it's just a monumental hangover, you know. <laughs> he just had a great night. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and then it goes to, you know, he's kind of exasperated, you know, like get it together. And even when he when he drives and he doesn't know which key it is and then – he puts it in reverse, he thinks, and then goes forward with, with the impala mm-hmm. and drives to the newspaper boxes. And then Sam's starting to figure it out. And then and then he's got to hold it together because he can't fall apart. You know, he's got to hold it together twice as well. He's got to think what to do. He's got to wrangle right. Moena. He's got to go hunt down a whole group of witches by himself, <laughs> which, you know, he is Sam Winchester, of course. And <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I but, I yeah. love that he thought of the the post-it notes, you know, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I liked you know as the episode progressing the how many post-it notes. I mean, it's sad because that means how far along Dean has went, but mm-hmm. it's also I liked mm-hmm. I liked looking to see what he wrote on the post-it notes, you know, and mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And I, again, I can say that that happens. I have a few post-it notes around my house, <laughs> you know, you know, right. so, yeah, it's, it is just exactly what you do. But um, I like <laughs> Dean and the light stick, <laughs> which was the lamp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which in a way I thought he was kind of right because that didn't look like your usual lamp. You know, it, it looked like a yeah. light stick, <laughs> you know, so I was yep. like, he's not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite one has to be the one on the grenade launcher, though. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it just said no. It's like, nope. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Um, well, speaking speaking of that scene, that's kind of one of my nitpicks or moments of confusion about this because um, Sam's captured. You know, we hear him screaming. Dean is like focused on that. And then the next scene we see, Dean's waking up in the Impala, surrounded by sticky notes, and Rowena left him a note saying, you know, you stay put, I'm going to go do this. I'm like, how, how did they get there? Sam has the Impala. How, how, you know, how did they get there? Um, and then all of a sudden, Dean is pretty competent. I mean, he has notes, but he gets the gun, he puts the bullets in, he goes in the house, and he's not, like, fumbling around or anything. He's very confident, and he's got the gun, and he shoots the witch without a second thought. So I'm like, I don't know. Did Rowena do something? You know? I mean, he woke up. So I'm guessing, you know, because... How did she get him there? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing she, she zapped him there somehow, you know, with her with magic. She zapped him there because you know the the two post-it notes in the car were hers and Mm -hmm. which also made me wonder if the ones in the trunk were also from her Mm -hmm. even though she left the she left the one that said stay you know of course he's not she Mm -hmm. knew he wouldn't stay and she's probably hoping he wouldn't you know because she might Mm -hmm. too and so and it didn't look like Sam's writing. So I'm thinking the mm-hmm. no on the um, grenade launcher and the witch killing bullet sign and this gun sign. I'm thinking those were all mm-hmm. from Rowena, but I'm not 100% hmm. sure. And Dean, of course, was in the Impala, but Sam had the Impala. So I guess Rowena. She said, I found, she said, oh, I found no. your stupid car. Yeah, she yes, said, I found your she stupid car. So she probably. It. Right. Yeah, yeah, locator spell and put Dean in it. Um, I love that even though right. he couldn't remember things, he still he took offense to stupid, for, you know, in referencing the car. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, but, yeah, you know, he came in there with all that, you know, confidence with the gun. When we saw him earlier watching the video, he was like, I know how to use a gun. You know, he was shocked. Yeah. So that part was confusing. And another part mm-hmm. that I thought a little nitpick was, you know, the girl who slaps him at the waffle place, um, when they mm-hmm. get to the hamburger joint, he he was like, hey, it's the girl from the waffle place. And it's like, how, you know, he's losing his memory and stuff. How, you know, mm-hmm. he should, I would think he shouldn't remember that. I would think Sam would have been, should have been the one to recognize her from mm-hmm. the place. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it got kinda kinda lost there in a few places. I mean it's not not a terrible thing, but um, And I, I did love that waitress. Um the actor that played her and the character was written really well and I I really liked her. Mhm. Me too. Um there were I guess apparently fans complaining or were shocked that Dean took up with took up with a girl at a bar, and I'm like, "What show have you been watching for 12 years?" Uh, you're, no way. People, 
No, what? People actually were surprised at that. That that's, yeah, wow. I guess I mean I didn't say anybody, but I know someone on my Twitter said, "Oh, there was a group complaining." I'm like, "What show have you been watching? Do you know Dean Winchester?" But yeah, that that's what? like the number one personality trait for Dean Winchester is he picks up girls at Since bars. the pilot. <laughs> Since yeah. the pilot. <laughs> and it, and wow. he kind of, you know, gave Sam's girlfriend at the time the second look, so come on. Uh-huh. But hey, yeah. I also thought it was interesting ending character because it's happened before. Dean says, you know what, he says, I finally get some action in a long time, and I don't remember it. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, maybe he's not quite the alley cat he used to be because, you know, They've had a lot happen, and there's a lot going on. If anything else, he doesn't have the time. But um, plus, you know, they were in that they were in that prison for over six weeks. So, oh, that's true too. (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, really, you didn't think Winchester? Uh, Hello, that's like the perfect (laughs) scenario, and I totally see him. on the mechanical bull and everything else. Oh, that's totally Dean. Four shots of tequila and off he goes, you know, but still working right. because he recognized the man and, and took off after him. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. completely, yep. totally Dean Winchester going from yeah, 100% drinking and riding a mechanical bull and, 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 you know, flirting with a girl to business hunter. Off he goes. So that's perfect. So whoever you are. Yep. Watching this episode and thought that was out of character. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Try a different show. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. And speaking of in that little restaurant scene, when they're watching the video of him chasing after the witch guy and he tries mm-hmm. to read his own lips, I love that. <laughs> He's like, now salsa mittens, you know. Whatever. Mittens. She's like, She's like, you can't, no, read, can't lips. read lips. I can't read lips. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, and also when, oh. when they were talking to the waitress and she's describing how awesome Dean was on the hmm. mechanical bull and all that, you see Sam doing this. Oh God, exasperated look. Yep. Like I'm so tired. of girls talk about how awesome he is. <laughs> Yes, that was perfect. I just loved it. Yeah, there were so many things about this to love. I mean, I, do, I have no picks, but um, and also mm, waffles—they look so yummy. Oh my god, whoever made those waffles—they were awesome. Yes, I know. The chocolate yep. strawberry one looks so good. Mm, I know. Ah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, mm. I know. Moment of silence for waffles. Mm. Um, I I like being ordering waffles for Sam too. It's like, hey, you know, this guy needs some waffles down here. You know, I thought that was cute. <laughs> um, what else? I'm looking looking at my notes. Okay, my biggest nitpick about this episode, and it's it's like I can't even say nitpick because that's too casual to me. This was like just a huge mis- huge mistake. And is there's no hug between Sam and Dean at the end. I'm like, what is going on? And it's not, I mean, there's been 
minimum of two opportunities this season, maybe three, where it's been that kind of dire circumstances and they get through it and there's there's no hug. I mean, there's some nice moments. I mean, the end and the little talk Sam and Dean have is great, but it's like it's getting to be like almost like a conspiracy. And I've heard talk that they've, they're toning that stuff down and bringing it back. I'm like, why? That's what this show is based on, <laughs> you know, is, is the brothers and their relationship, their, their, their love, their caring, their bond, and that sometimes goes into a hug. And I'm like, you, when was the last time, like, you hugged your brother? It can't be two or three years. It's been a couple of years. That's how long it's been, and that's ridiculous. And, and I hated hated that Sam, I'm sorry, uh, Dean and Rowena played that joke on Sam at the end when he's so worried and he's so desperate and he doesn't know if the, the spell has worked and Dean jokes. And I, I wouldn't have minded him making a gentler joke, like standing right in front of him and making kind of a slightly gentler joke and then saying, and then just pulling him into a hug. That would have been okay if they didn't want to get too chick fricky. But and and why was the spell done on Dean upstairs and far away from Sam? I would have wanted, I would have expected Sam to be standing right there. Unless it was somehow dangerous, but they, we don't know that. So yeah, that made me really annoyed. I had no problem at all with the joke. And cuz that is that's what Dean always does. And so to me, it felt a hundred percent in character and I had no problem at all with him acting that way. And actually, if he had come down and, you know, walked straight over to Sam and given him a hug, I would have thought that would have been more out of character than what he did. How, um, I'm not one who is like, we need, you know, that's like, we need a hug. We need a hug. We need a hug. I, I, you know, I do like it when they hug, but I, I'm not really into missing, you know, I'm not really like, oh, there should have been a hug there. I, I, I don't even I'm know you anymore. Without... <laughs> <laughs> like if there was you? a hug, I would have, if, if there had been a hug, I would have loved it. Oh, that was awesome. I loved it. But I don't miss them when they're not there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it just sounds sorry. so funny. But, I'm sorry. And you know, <laughs> Well, the um, you know, well, to be fair, I don't, I don't want to hug like every five minutes because that that just diminishes their special moment, you know. But I do, but but Sam and Dean go through a lot, and I mean, Sam was tortured, and he he didn't even get like a shoulder squeeze, you know. <laughs> and and then there's this episode. He thought Dean was gone, and I just think there could have been more. And I I. I did say that I would have been okay with the joke from Dean because that is Dean. If he'd made the joke, then had kind of like um, I don't remember the name of the episode because I don't like it. Was it Alpha and Omega? The last time uh, Dean Dean and Sam hug, Sam thinks Dean's going off to be the bomb and die and whatever, and um, 
Sam's like, yeah, I know you don't like chick flick moments. And Dean says, you're right. But no, he says, I love chick flick moments. Or Sam says, you love chick flick moments. And Sam says, that's right, I do. And he, and he pulls him into a hug. Like, that would that was a nice moment. You know, it wasn't overwhelming. But I just think he could have made a joke and then done something more. And also, I just, didn't you think it was weird they did the spell res- resolution off screen upstairs? I thought that was very bizarre. But I, and then Sam I wasn't there. I, I figure it was because of the cost of the, sound, of the visual effects is why they had they didn't show it. This mm-hmm. way, all they had to show mm-hmm. flash was a purple light instead of having to pay for the mm-hmm. effect. So. Mm-hmm. Well, they still could have done it right there, and Sam could have been watching, but you not see Rowena and Dean and just see the little purple light and then switch to them, and there would have been no effect. Yeah. And they could have been in the same yeah. room. So I, I wonder what's missing from that episode. If there's anything missing, maybe things were in the script. I don't know. I just thought that was very strange, and I thought there could have been more. I did love the talk they had um, by the car afterward, mm-hmm. and it it's, was very reminiscent of the French mistake when – you know, it's like, you know, you have the chance to stay in what you might think is a better place, you know. Right. Um, and Sam says, I was envious. You know, you you know, we have so much weight on us and it was gone and you were happy, you know. And part of it, I guess, was really enjoying being just having the joy of Scooby-Doo and all this other stuff and, um and then Dean says, you know, it was it wasn't just that, you know, it was it was us, it was what we do, you know. He says, and that's not happiness if that's not there, which I thought was great. You know, yeah, so yeah, that was a great and moment. See, if there, in my opinion, the bathroom scene, when mm-hmm. uh, which is actually on my screen right now as we're ta- talking. I felt like there needed to be a if a hug anywhere should have been in this episode it should have been in the bathroom scene. Because mm-hmm. when Sam <laughs> when Sam gets up to leave instead of just patting him on the back he should have mm-hmm. reached over and gave him a hug and then left. But mm. you know I'm fine either way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny because I. Um, I actually would have thought it was odd for Sam to hug Dean in the bathroom. It's sort of like, I don't know. I mean, I know he needed comfort, but I liked that he just squeezed his shoulder. It was like we got, Dean was still sort of together enough at that point that it was okay with me that Sam didn't actually hug him. So, anyway. Um... I hmm. a, another scene that I really really love. Uh, well, before I get to it, when Rowena first comes into the hotel room, you know when she first shows up, mm-hmm. and she's just like touching Dean all over, you know, touching his shoulders, mm-hmm. t- holding his hands, touching his hands, touching his back. Uh, the whole time I was watching, I was thinking, I bet Ruth really really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> <laughs> all she has to do, is, I would hope, know, touch Jensen, <laughs> and you know. I, I, you know, if I was right, I kept messing up. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, I missed my line. Yep. Can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, um, 
she has a she has a she has a little spark. Uh, Ruth has a little spark for Jensen, and I can't say that I blame her. <laughs> it's very cute, <laughs> and I and I like when and, Dean says, "Oh, her hair is bouncy. Your hair is bouncy." Yeah. <laughs> I I love them together. Like, Do we Dean have and to Rowena fix them? <laughs> yes, the scene, and we got uh, when. Yeah, the scene when he's in that circle and um, she's talking to him and she gives him the um, doll to play with. And I, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the episode because it was just, one, I loved seeing Dean playing with that doll. It was so funny. and But I also love that she's mm-hmm. being truthful. She's being honest. Mm-hmm. And she's saying things to him because, it's things that she wants to say, and she knows she can say it and with no consequences because Dean won't remember. And so mm-hmm. I like seeing an honest Rowena, and mm-hmm. it, it, it was, and I like, you know, Dean taking up for, you know, oh, I think you've got a lot of snuff, you know, and just, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really, I like, I like that scene a lot. Mm-hmm. I do too. And we got some more background on her. She had a run-in with the British Men of Letters, which is new. Yeah, which and then, I love when he said, when she said, which the, these people, and she's like, which you know as the British Men of Letters, and his, his eyes are like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> he doesn't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she bet the witch family before, and they didn't mm-hmm. think much of her. All so she got a little bit of revenge, and she says nothing heals old wounds like opening up fresh ones, <laughs> which is a very good saying. Now, I didn't care very much for the three witches, which the one guy we barely mm-hmm. saw until Dean killed him. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I really liked the girl witch when she is singing the Raggedy Ann song mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know, with Rowena, I thought first of all that actress has a really great voice, and mm-hmm. secondly, it's just I don't know if it was written well, directed well, acted well. Just the whole scene with her um, torturing Rowena, I thought she was fantastic, mm-hmm. and that was probably the only time I liked any of those witches. Mhm. Yeah, they were a nasty group. And now but, Sam and Dean have another very important book, very important book for lore and spells, the Black Grimoire. So, so I guess Rowena's the only one who can read it. <laughs> I really wonder if, um, I don't know, do you watch the um, the magician Sarah Gamble's show on Sci-Fi Channel? Um, no, I watched the pilot and it didn't do anything for me, so I never went back. Okay, well, if you watch the pilot, that kind of um, goes into what I was going to say, but real quick before I tell what I was going to tell, mm-hmm. I got kind of, I, I watched the first two episodes of The Magicians and then got kind of bored with it, but then I went back and watched the last five because I heard um, mm-hmm. of, the season, of the first season because I heard they were dealt a lot with Fillory, which is that book. That you know, this book, child's book that they were re- reading about, and it was always in- that was the most interesting part of the show to me when I was watching it. So I went back mm-hmm. and watched the last five of the first season. They were fantastic. 
so I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and the second season has been really good. So, you know, watch mm-hmm. the last five or six episodes of the first season and then go on to the second. Really good. Um, but since you watched the first season, you remember the first episode, the bad guy mm-hmm. was like all moss in The Magicians. You know, did you see the mm-hmm. scene when the bad guy comes into the classroom? His face, his head and everything was just all moths and butterflies and things. And it's like his oh, body was oh, made yeah. up of moths and yeah. butterflies. So the scene in this episode of Supernatural when the girl witch has got her butterfly collection and she does the spell, you know, to get them all moving around and stuff, it reminded me a lot of the magicians. And I wondered if if there was any way that they did that kind of as a homage to Sarah's magician show, you know. Hmm. Could be. Hmm. Um, oh, towards the, back towards the beginning of this episode, and Sam sees that Dean's phone is broken and something's up. So he says, well, he says, I'm going to text Mom to contact him in an emergency. And I'm like, if if Mary had an emergency, wouldn't she contact both Sam and Dean? And you can text more than one person at a time. <laughs> so yeah, I was wondering about that. that too. Was does she other... only text? Does she only text Dean? Does she never text Sam? <laughs> I, I know it's like the weirdest thing. Well, well, and you know that actually follows the rest of the episodes because Sam would say, "Have you heard from Mom?" Right? He would come out and say to Dean, mm-hmm. have you heard from Mom? So why wouldn't yeah. Mom text her other son? That doesn't make any sense, you know? Right. Unless, unless of course, it could have been at the time Sam said, well, did you hear from Mom? And Dean could say, no, did you hear from Mom? No. So that could yeah. go either yeah. way, I guess. But this was very bizarre. I said, I'll text Mom and contact me in an emergency. Because at the time, he didn't know Dean had a spell. So, like, if it was an emergency, you'd hope she texted both of them, and you can text two people at once. (laughs) So that was kind (laughs) of, hmm. (laughs) Um, Also, I also liked Dean saying, uh, when when they... When they know it's a spell and they know they've got to do something about it, he's like, "Don't tell mom. Don't tell Cass. It will handle mm-hmm. it." You know, between yeah. the two of them, you know. So it's kind of cool. Um, there's there's a line in this episode from Sam, and it's almost a throwaway. Like I didn't see it really mentioned in any. I didn't read that many recaps, one or two, but I didn't really see it mentioned. I think it's very interesting, very telling. Um, Sam's talking to Dean about his drinking, and and I think, and he says, um, yeah, our imprisonment in Guantanamo Bay makes me want to crawl into a bottle sometime, too. And that's never been Sam's solution to things, right? I mean, he well, drinks. He, he's, I mean, he got drunk once, like, how many years ago? But it's not really what he does. He's not like Dean. He, he said that and also the, um, 
devil baby devil baby mama drama <laughs> um that and the west west guantanamo uh make you know makes him want to do that too and at first you know so the, both of the things i can see because you know one of them is lucifer which is a problem sam's had to deal with for a while and mm-hmm. then the whole prison thing and then where you know they thought one of them was going to have to die at, at midnight and all that um mm-hmm. but and at first I was I was like you, I was thinking the same thing. But we have seen Sam mm-hmm. you know, get you know, get drunk and like when mm-hmm. especially like when Dean was dead at the end of you know mm-hmm. when he died at the end of season three and we see flashbacks to when Sam was dealing with it, he was like drunk the whole time. Because Ruby tells mm-hmm. him, you know, if you wanna help me get Dean back, you know, one thing I'm gonna need from you is sobriety. And so we, you know, we do know that he, that is one of the ways he deals with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's more than think, but it's just usually a, a Dean thing. But yeah, right, I guess right. we have seen Sam do that before. But... It, and it could also be one of those things where you don't, you know, one of those times where you don't want to tell the person that they're, doing bad, you want to act like, you know, put it to where, you know, you're, we're both mm-hmm. doing this and we both need to stop, you know, but mm-hmm. you really mean right. the other person, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we had a cute bunny. Yes, <laughs> I love that they had the bunny. Yeah. Um, why, does a, why, does a, why does a bunny ha- have to always get hurt in the deal? Well, he and this time the bunny okay, was right. That's why I started to say because they showed that in the that you know in the previously yeah. you know they showed that from mm-hmm. the third season mm-hmm. episode, and so I liked that this time there was a bunny and he was fine. <laughs> I know. I wonder if it was kind of like okay, witches usually do terrible things to bunnies, so so let's have a let's have a scene where it's a happy yeah, bunny. Yeah. <laughs> I like it made me laugh because he was sitting there eating like right right under Dean practically and yeah. Dean kind of picks him up and just kind of sticks him on the other side. It just it just made me laugh the way he did it. And he's like, Hi buddy and he just kinda of <laughs> sticks the bunny on the other side. <laughs> and the scene and I like in the how park he slaps when he, the, when he slaps the little branch out of his face too. When he yeah. right before he picks the bunny up that he slaps a little branch out of his yep. face. Yeah, stuff like that's always happening to him, you know. Um, I thought the scene where he goes out into that park to try and try and find a phone to call Sam, <laughs> and the first yeah. lady just gives him money, and she's like, "Just don't buy a drink with it." And then, um, <laughs> then the next guy is like, "Well, uh, okay, that's a the phone." He must have looked scary. You know, we've talked about that before. You know, he's been unconscious in the in the woods all night, so they're probably wondering. Probably pretty scared. And that and was another... That was another um, guest-starring episode of Kuma, Kevin Park's dog, mm. being the <laughs> playing the part of the dog in the yeah. park. <laughs> so, yeah, I love how <laughs> Kuma is in this show more than most other guest actors. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and he's absolutely gorgeous. He's such a beautiful Oh, beautiful. Dog. 
Um, mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to say real quick, um, and mm-hmm. it was back towards the end, when um, Dean comes in and after he is shot and killed, um, what's her face, the blonde witch, and then the one witch that's left comes running down the stairs, and then Sam comes running down the stairs, and Dean doesn't know who to shoot. And mm-hmm. so I oh, love yeah. it that, that Sam basically calls himself what he would have written if down on a post-it note. No, 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 brother. <laughs> Which, <Yes. laughs> you know, puts the other guy with me, you know, brother. <laughs> like if he had some post-it note on him, it would say brother, you know. <laughs> Oh, I I didn't even think of that. That's great. I love that. (laughs) And he's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, But it's funny because up until that point, Dean is competent. You know, he shoots the witch. He knows Mm -hmm. to shoot the witch. He doesn't try and shoot Rowena. He remembers her. And then it's gone. And actually that does happen. It's just gone. So... But, yeah, that's very funny. It's just like he put a Post-it note on himself that said, brother. (laughs) Just great. Um, And I just have to mention, because I've mentioned this every time, there's an episode with witch killing bullets in it. I don't understand mm -hmm. why we need witch killing bullets. I mean, they, (laughs) they show the season three episode when Dean, when Sam comes in with the cult. On the witches, um, you know, and I forget the name of the episode, Mal- Mal- Malleus Maleficarum is the episode. Mm-hmm. And at that time, they did not need witch killing bullets, even though they looped in the line in the previously, making mm-hmm. it look like Sam told them these are witch killing bullets. At the time, they just needed the colt. And it was the colt that mm-hmm. he used to shoot at the, the witch there. And of course, you use their powers to stop it. But you didn't need witch killing bullets then. And so <laughs> it just drives me crazy that in the last few years there's these witch killing bullets and it's because witches <laughs> are just people. They're just people who know magic. <laughs> so it, it oh it drives me drives me crazy. That's the one probably the main thing about the supernatural lore whatever now is that we need witch killing bullets and it makes no sense to me whatsoever so there's my there's my annual witch killing bullet rant (laughs) (laughs) well could the witches have done something or or said, boy, we're easy to kill because we're witches. Could they have done something where they're like, okay, now we all need witches. witch killing bullets. Be- no. But is it like all, all witches? No. You, you know, because like, <laughs> like those mm-hmm. women in Malleus Maleficarum, they were just girl, women who were bored, right. who decided to go into, you know, so if you decide that you're going to study witchcraft, you boom, you're, you know, you're suddenly safe from real regular bullets, you know, and if that's true, mm-hmm. every policeman in the world needs to study witchcraft so they won't get killed by regular bullets, and mm-hmm. it, it, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever, it drives me insane. <laughs> oh goodness! What did you mm. think of that montage at the end? 
Well, it was weird. I mean, to me, as a montage it itself. Like, to me, it felt like Dean died. And, you know, oh, here's our scenes with Dean. You know, Dean's dead. Mm-hmm. Here's all the good signs he had. And, it, it's, <laughs> and I, I know they just, you know, needed a way to put in him riding the bull. But there mm-hmm. had to have been a better way than with this silly montage because <laughs> it, it was just silly, I think, and made no sense. Um, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a. I actually liked it. I thought it was a nice little nod to Dean and and just briefly had forgotten all the terrible things and had some happy moments. So it was kind of remembering that, but then he, those are gone. It's like a little kid, and then like the song says, well it all comes back. You know, you're, you're going to become a man. Well, Dean got it all back and, and he wanted it back. You know, he didn't want to let it go. Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. What, what bugged me about it is that Sam wasn't there, but I know he wasn't there during the scene with Dean's riding the bull. Um, I don't know. Um, let me see. To me, it felt Anybody's like wondering you know, that was Bobby Goldsboro's song. Um, hmm? Go ahead. To me, to me, to me, it felt like they filmed Dean riding the bull. They weren't able to fit it into the episode. Those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to figure out a way to get it in there. So let's let's add it on to the end. Um, you know, so you know, it, it, to mm-hmm. me, that's all it was was just a way to show that Jensen rode that bull, and. Mhm. And I it's, think that they I know, feel like they could have done it in you a that lot, like that's a bad way. thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but um, I feel like they could have done it in a better way. Mhm. Um I'm going to look the writer the writer's Twitter because she did make a couple comments about the about the bull writing. Um let me see. Well, it says the script just begged for shots of Dean on the bull, but they decided to do the montage. I guess John Batham and somebody named James Tickle. I'm not sure who he is just yet. Um, I think he's a assistant director, isn't he? I'm I'm not sure. Oh, and then about the joke, she says, too soon, Dean, too soon. I'm like, you're the one who wrote it. <laughs> you know, if it bugs you. <laughs> I think how it bugged us. Good heavens. Um, uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. My, to... my mistake. Uh, James Pickle is an editor on Supernatural. Mm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, it just, just that... Um, Yeah, it wasn't like, like, like Meredith when she wrote it, she didn't say, "Oh, and here I'd like a montage," you know, with Dean and the bull. It was more, um, was definitely there's idea to do that. Um, 
I, you know, God. Um, I mean, I, I say again, I, I liked it. I, I can see what you mean. Um, I thought it was just kind of sad. Like, I guess it was, uh, to me, it was just sort of like a little little nod to the fact that for, well, Dean, he was happy for a little while um, when he didn't have anything. But, you know, that, that ends. You know, mm-hmm. you can't be that way always. Real life comes back to you. Um, Dean actually wanted it back because then it wouldn't have his brother. He wouldn't have their hunting life, their heroic hunting life. And, but it's so kind of sad. And it was just like, oh, he was happy for a little time. And it was kind of nice, but every still goes around. I, and it was fun seeing Jensen riding the mechanical bull, you know, never mind the reasons of a song. And I'm sorry, just for a moment, to be super shallow at the end when he just lies back on the mechanical ball. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So hot. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so hot. Like, oh, yeah. So I agree. Hot. I can't 100%. say it enough. Woof. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm guessing just growing up in Texas, he and his friends hit plenty of bars with those mechanical balls. They were a thing for a while. That's probably where he learned to ride, one of those. Yeah. But good job. I thought it was funny they named Very him good Larry. Job. <laughs> Larry, yeah. Larry. He was riding Larry. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, and I love that um, the waitress said that he – he went and played some sick jams on the on the juice, yeah. and you know she did it in quotes like that's what he said. I, oh, you, you yeah. know they were some really good classic rock. I'd love I'd like to know what Dean considered his sick mm. jams. Yes. Um, I also loved how Dean said that he's not going to be sorry for his love for that fish in Finding Dory. Yeah, <laughs> Dory, yeah. <laughs> I love Dory. I love that movie so much. I'm not usually real big on on animated movies, but I just love Finding Nemo, and I love Dory. <laughs> and I love that he loves Dory. <laughs> you just never know about And these. he's not going to apologize <laughs> to anyone about his love for that fish. <laughs> nope, he is not. <laughs> Good for him. Um, I don't know if I misheard it or it could be Jensen's Texas accent but um, when Sam and Dean are talking about the spell and they're coming down the stairs of the motel and he says so I'm going all he's talking about the movie Memento and which is a great movie crazy but great um, he says, "Momento." I heard "momento." Yeah, I did too. Yeah, and the movie's "momento." I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, it's "momento." Yeah. Could be the Texas thing. Who knows? And I'm like, "Wait a minute." Um. Also, another funny moment when Sam and Dean are. Out, out in the out in the woods, and Dean's going through his sort of happy phase at Blaine. Um, when he says, "And our best friend's an angel." What? 
<laughs> and then he smacks, and he smacks Sam in the shoulder and scares Sam half to death. You know, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> President Angel, what? <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. <laughs> Poor There's Sam. There's <laughs> so much good, so many good things in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking for my notes to see if there's anything I missed. I thought it was an interesting choice for Sam to leave Dean with Rowena. And I know that he was counting on her being afraid enough of him that she wouldn't dare do anything to Dean because Sam would kill her. But it was interesting that he left them together. You know, because Dean was, Dean was, you know, vulnerable. He was tabula rasa. She could have done anything. She could have done a spell that's not going to show up for a month, you know. So I'm like, hmm. I hope they don't regret that. I, you know, I figured, you know, he, that was all he had, you know, so he had to, he had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. She could have done anything. I mean, you know, she is scared of Sam, but she is Rowena. <laughs> right. You know, so, and she's double crossed them. I mean, she's, she's killer too. She's I thought double crossed Lucifer. Time. Yes, so I'm like, hmm. Um, and that's another reason I didn't like that when they she did the spell to cure Dean, Sam wasn't there watching. Yeah. So that's two things. Hmm. Um, I thought it was an interesting conversation when she says what kind of, what kind of person she is, and then she's killed people, and she said, you know, Dean Winchester, you're a killer. You know, you've killed scores. But you do it for the greater good. I've practically choked her to say the greater good, which was I thought was funny, but Yeah, um, I like that even too. She, mm, and even she kinda of, she acknowledges that he's a he's a hero. So mm. yeah. I'm checking my notes. I thought the, at the beginning they were very, it was very subtle about Dean losing his memory. Like it wasn't obvious. Mm-hmm. Things could be explained by a hangover or whatever. And I thought it was a nice touch in the scene in the morgue when Dean's obviously queasy and Sam's like whatever dead body bloody stomach contents, you know, whatever. And Dean's looking like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Hope I can hang on to the waffles. <laughs> so, so that was well done. Wow. The only other thing I have in my notes is that the title of this episode is is a nod to the movie regarding Henry with Harrison Ford. Yes, and I, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it too a lot. Um, 
Yeah. Good episode. Good job. Good job, Meredith. Good job, John Badham. Like I said, I'm not so completely enamored with it, but I I thought it was it was great. Great episode. Well done. I it zipped right along. Like I wasn't bored at all, you know. I mean, it moved right along for me, you know. It was good. Always the episodes that are Sam and Dean, they always do that for me. Mhm. Anything else yeah. about regarding Dean? I can't hmm? think of anything else. I can't think of anything else. Did you want to mention, talk about last week's episode, hmm. Lily Thunder? <laughs> I I would a little bit. I I I um I actually liked it, but I actually have a bunch of notes on it. Um, you liked it a lot more than I did. It it was it was one of those that it, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. It, you know, it it's like mm-hmm. regular. It was just like regular TV to me. Like you know, anything that's mm-hmm. not supernatural, I usually don't watch more than once. And mm-hmm. so it was just like regular. So, eh, it was it was it was all right. And you know that I, I move on to the next thing and forget about it. It, it was like that. Um, I thought Alicia Witt mm-hmm. did a great job as Lily Thunder. I love, mm-hmm. love, love seeing um, all the witches in the Victorian outfits. That was mm-hmm. probably my favorite. Um, I thought it was neat that Castiel used to be in a female host. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. I. That to me was probably the most interesting part of the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. That's about all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked the costumes um, in the Victorian time. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> um, um, backing up a little bit there. I thought there were a couple of. I mean, there's other things about this episode like, has a, that has a little more to it, but there are a couple of, I thought they must be like fun nods to other shows because um, when they're in the bar, there's a sign for the kingdom beer. And I thought that's got to be The Walking Dead, you know, with the kingdom. And of course, Jeffrey oh, Dean yeah. is on that now. And then um, the diner is called I think it's called The Right Spot, W-R-I-G-H-T. And the director was Thomas Wright. So well, that's fun. Mm. I, mean, I mean, there's more about it, but I thought that was fun too. Um, this episode brings us round again to just what are those damn angel powers? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We still don't have that settled. Um. Again, you know, uh, uh, Dean is angry at Cass because he killed Billy the Reaper and like, talking cosmic consequences. And I'm like, well, you know, the cosmos wasn't annoyed that that he that Dean killed Death. So what's the big deal about Billy? You know, but okay, mm-hmm, maybe they'll right. change that this time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Let me see. 
when when I, I was thinking Dean is actually annoyed with Kaz. That's part of it. But I also think he's angry because being Dean, he feels guilty that Cass did that for him. You know, he doesn't like anybody to do anything else. Like, it's okay if he gets those consequences, you know, by killing death to save Sam. But he doesn't like when other mm-hmm. people do that for him. Um, right. Yeah. And then also, he's got to be mad that Cass has caused yet another problem. You know, he said yes to Lucifer, and now he's killed the Reaper, and he's not sorry about this because he did it for Sam and Dean. And I certainly understand that more than the Lucifer thing. Um, again, someone, someone in my Twitter, and I'm sorry, I don't recall who, when Cass makes decisions and deals and then Dean and Sam make decisions and deals, Cass does it out of pride and Dean and Sam do it for love. They do it for love of each other. And I'll accept this last one. I don't think when he killed Billy the Reaper, that was pride. That was him trying to save Sam and Dean and make up for other things that he's done. But I thought that was an interesting observation, you know, up until this and one. save And save Mary because he's, you know, he's gotten to oh, have quite too. a relationship with Mary. And I like it. I actually like Cass and Mary's relationship. It's cool. Um, yeah, I do too. Let me see. Uh, let's see. You mentioned um, Cass's vessel used to be a woman. Well, um, Benjamin, Benjamin was in a female vessel, and mm-hmm. he would what yep. would we call a male angel. So that was that was quite a bit in this episode. I like um, that they kind of cool started direct- that out that way. So later mm-hmm. on, when Castiel is in a female, you can see why. Yeah, they they did that at the beginning, so it wouldn't be such a big deal when they show Castiel later as a female. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I thought it was a cool directing choice when um, Benjamin starts calling the angels and telling them what's happened and calling for help. They all look up, and the camera's above them. I just thought that was a really neat mm-hmm. directing choice. I thought they looked really cool. Um I'm reading my notes, and I made a note, something, no soup. Why would I say that? No <laughs> soup? No sense, soup. No soup. Why? Why did I say that? That makes no sense. Um, Again, I only watched the episode once, so I don't remember if there was a soup reference, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sam and Dean talk. Sam sits. Dean perches perches on the table, which means he's sitting over Sam. It's a power move. And it's funny because exactly the opposite happens at the end of the episode. I don't know if it means anything. It could just, it could be nothing. They're in the mental letters bunker and it says, understands mom better. Sam talks and listens. Dean answers. Oh, I think he talks to mom or asks or talks to her he doesn't have any preconceived ideas about mom, but Dean does. He just expects her to be mom. Um, I'm still not quite sure why it's here. Oh, well. I watched it once. 
Um, yeah. Cast deal with it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I liked that he, that Dean and Sam insisted on going with Cass to check on Benjamin. He's like, to make sure you don't do anything else stupid. <laughs> it's good to hear Dean say it. You know, Dean, uh, I think, I, I've been saying Cass has been getting away with things a little too easily, but I'm glad Dean is with Dean and Sam. I'm glad they're calling him on it. They should. They're still there for him, but they're calling him on it. Um then there was the Hotel Mallow Bar. Isn't that like a candy or an ice cream thing? I thought that was funny. Ma- Mallow Bar is uh, Mallow Bar is like a Reese's cup, but it's got marshmallow inside. Mhm. So sounds like a fun hotel. Um, I love the burned wings effect. I mean, we've seen it. You know, I just oh, yes, I still I love, love it. that. So many. I Me love too. It. And I love that the wings are their wings are tattered now. You know, they're mm-hmm. not the full length, as it should be, because they, they've lost. Right. Um, I thought it but was shouldn't they be going back? When they ha- I don't know. Again, what the, what the hell? What are the angel powers? Yeah. Are they fixing their wings? <laughs> they still have to drive places. Be, you know, they can't just go there, so the wings can't be fully healed yet. Um. Oh, and I have my notes. It says no wings but burned effect because they don't have their wings. So maybe these tattered wings are them starting to come back, maybe, but they're not fully usable yet. Um, I also thought it was odd that Lily left her second angel blade behind. She drops it, and it, it goes under the thing. And she had time. I think, to look for it. I thought it was weird that she left. Of course, you know, they wanted Dean to find it, but anyway. And to back up, you know, I feel really sorry for Peacemaker Sam. Sam's been doing that a lot lately. He's been doing that between Dean and his mom, Dean and Kaz. I'm I'm getting very concerned for Sam. He is really needing some emotional support of his own and and he could just use it because he's been stuck in the middle in so many different pairings so far this season and, and nobody's taking care of Sam. I hope that changes, <laughs> you know, Yeah. I'm worried about him. <laughs> um, that poor, a lot. poor big guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, It was interesting we were talking about Cass used to have a command. He had a command of a flight of angels. And they said Balthazar and Uriel died because of them. I didn't think Cass was over Uriel. Maybe Balthazar, yeah. yeah. But Uriel, no. Oh, uh, kind hmm. of. I. I, I I'll have to, I'll pay attention when I get when I start my rewatch and see what I think. Mm-hmm. But I can remember him, you know, Uriel being all mean and tough, and Castiel telling him no, you know, 
you know, I remember him mm-hmm. saying, you know, that's close to blasphemy and, you know, kind of, so I can, I can see where he would have been his boss. Just Uriel was just mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and speaking of Sam again and trying to keep, keep, keep an eye on Dean, um, when Cass goes into the diner to talk to Isham and Mary Bill on his own, Dean paces and then Sam says, you're going to storm in right now. <laughs> he charges into the diner. I also thought it was funny when they, they're all three of them are jammed into one side of the booth. Cass, uh, Dean, and Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all in one side. And they're not little guys. You know, they're 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 big guys, and they're all jammed into one side. Again, a directing choice. Sam has a light jacket. Dean has dark jacket. And Cass has his light, you know, light, dark, light <laughs> in the <laughs> scheme of things. Again, it's a little thing, but I thought it was cool. Um Oh, something before I forget, real mm. quick. Um, not episode related at all, but supernatural. Um, mm-hmm. Today, my mm-hmm. um, my grandsons were over visiting for a little while, and I was um, watching the tonight the, this week's episode um, while Anakin, that's my oldest grandson, he's four, was playing with my husband. They were playing trains, so I thought, oh, here's a good time down moment. He's not in here. I will put this on. And so Anakin comes in the living room. He sees it on the screen. He's like, oh, that's supernatural. I'm like, oh, it's so proud. He knows the name. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. Um, he, um, his mom's sister, who um, his mom's sister lives with him, and she has been watching Supernatural lately. And so that's oh. how he knows it because his aunt is watching it. And so I'm like, oh. This is this is a very very prideful moment. I'm so I'm so proud. Yes. He knows. I'm so proud of you. And so I showed him a video from one of the conventions, um, the one where Vinny and I were up on the stage presenting the St. Jude's donation, um, to Jared and uh, to Jared and you know Jared and Jensen were both on stage at the time. And so I showed him that video, and he's like. Mm-hmm. You mean they're real people? <laughs> when he saw me with them, <laughs> you mean they're real people? <laughs> I thought that I'm was so, so cute. cute. When, when, you know, if they're just in a TV show, they're not real people. But when they were with me, that shows that they're real people. You know, I thought that was really neat. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure I included that in our podcast tonight because it was just so cute. <laughs> it was cute. They, they're raising him right. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. That's my supernatural mm. story for the day. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's fun when those moments happen. Um, <laughs> this this episode had um a nice brother moment. Um, when they're Sam and Dean are fighting Lily and the light blinds Dean and he can't see. Um, he just, he takes hold of Sam's shoulder and, you know, Sam defends him and he's got his gun and Sam stays right, Dean stays right behind his shoulder and Sam defending them both. I just liked it. I just thought it was a really cool brother moment. 
I have these notes. It says Sam and Dean um, defend on Cass's behalf because when they went together and we find out later, you know, they killed a child and they thought they'd killed um, um, an angel vessel. Right. He says, you know, he was quick to say she won't stop, and and I said he he didn't even try. He just did it, and then Cass says, you know, I'm following orders. Well, you know, that defense doesn't work. <laughs> you know, um, maybe he does deserve it. Sam says he's different. Is he? And I thought it nicely paralleled Sam and Dean not trying to save a demon's vessel, you know, mm-hmm. and for a long time, because we've talked about that a lot. It's like, you know, they don't seem to, until recently, just gave up even trying to save the vessel that the demon was in. And, but Sam has brought up lately, we have to try, you know, there's, there's someone in there. So they're going back. So I thought that was a cool parallel with, with Cass and his angel crew, doing the same thing. Like they didn't even try. They right, just killed right. them. That was their orders and they were done. Um, let me see. Yeah. Let me see. It says, uh, we hear what happened to your family, not Cass's fault. Sam is talking to Lily. Uh, Heaven has laws against Nephilim. And she says, well, he followed his orders. So yes, it was his fault. He even says we had a mission. And I said weak defense, Sam. You know, it's like that just it just doesn't cut it. You know, you can make your own decisions. I thought it was a nice twist that the child wasn't a Nephilim. He only said that because he was angry and jealous and she was trying to leave him. Like, well, I won't let you have your daughter. He was really awful. Ishim was really awful. Yes, and he was. He was a bit obsessed and, and violent and abusive, and it was, it was really horrible, really horrible. Um, and that that actor has been on Supernatural previously. He was in um, the first episode with Chrissy. Remember the teenage girl Chrissy? Um, he played her mm, father mm-hmm. in the in the first episode. Yeah, I knew he was familiar. Um, I liked the conversation um, Lily and Sam have about how it feels to have your soul be gone, because she says every mm-hmm. you know, because of the Enochian magic that she uses, the prices part of her soul burns away every time she uses it. So she doesn't dream. She doesn't feel anything. And Sam, who the soul is at one time, completely understands. I thought that was a nice callback in continuity yeah, to that time. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, that was good. That was good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, one thing about it, what did you think of her eye patch? 
I, she's covering her eye. I couldn't understand. I couldn't decide I, if there was power, like there was a lighter power, or was it just burned away? Or because she took it off to use it, like there was power there or something, which I actually yeah, thought was I, kind I, of goofy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that either. It was confusing because I thought, you know, she had the eye patch because, as she said, she was losing parts of herself. You know, as she was losing mm-hmm. parts of her soul, she was losing parts of herself, and so I figured, you know, losing her eye was part of that. And but then when mm-hmm. she could lift it up and all this power comes out, uh, I I don't know. It was I I I mm-hmm. I was confused. I can't. I have no answer for that mm-hmm. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was odd. I mean, I, I at first I thought it was like, well, that was that was part of her soul burned away, you know, her eyes and and all that. But then it was like there was power in it, and it made me. I guess I thought it was kind of goofy, like like. It's almost like a comic book thing, and I like comic books. You know, don't don't get me wrong. It just didn't have an explanation for what it was. So yeah. Um, another great brother moment. Sam runs to um, take care of Dean at the end when um, there's the big fight going on. Cass and Ish and Lily. See, I love those brother things. I have to always mention them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't don't have. Uh, I I thought it was so cold of Lily, but I thought it was cool and very in character when she says uh, she and Dean, uh, she and Sam are are waiting while Dean goes to Ish at Cass, and she says um, when Ish kills Dean, uh, then Sam will join her for revenge, and she can wait. I'm like ooh. That was cold. It was great. It was very in character. Yeah, that was a really yeah. cool thing to say. Yeah. Um, um, then she she's holding Ish off at the end. Lily's holding Ish, and then Cass gets it together and gets the angel blade and stabs him, and he says, you held him long enough. So that was a nice line because it has a lot of meanings there. He, she held him long enough for him to kill, and mm-hmm. um, she held on to that revenge for so many years. So that, that's a, that's a that was a good moment. Yeah, I was, yeah. It was also an interesting line from Cass to Lily when he says he tells her, you know, I'm sorry. You know, he apologizes for his part in the whole thing earlier, and he really didn't know part of it, and he says. If you find you can't forgive me, I'll be waiting. So he'd be okay with her and her consequences. Um, <laughs> I have in my notes, I said it would have been awesome if she'd killed him anyway. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> would have been a nice twist. <laughs> a really shocking twist, you know. Um, and, again, we, t- we talked about this last time that there's some fans out there and I sort of might kind of agree, but you completely disagreed that Cass might be headed to die this season. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, a sacrifice, and I know you're like, you know what? He's never going away <laughs> until the very end. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying, but we keep getting all these lines. I could be, um, it could ha- it it could happen, um, 
it could happen, and that could be part of like a season finale cliffhanger, you know, or even before then, it could be some kind of cliffhanger and whatever, because something had happened. But um, did we talk about this? Did I read this? Where Cass could become either Death or a Reaper. Could be yeah, I read somebody, consequences. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I read somebody's theory on that um, on Twitter, maybe mm-hmm. or something. I thought that was that would be mm-hmm. that would be really good. It'd be something different for him to do, mm-hmm. and I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Give him something good to do, and that's good. And it would be definitely a cosmic consequence. That's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. Sam and Dean are very supportive to Cass, and they say they tell him he's changed, he's strong, he's been with them all the way. And I'm like, well, he's been with you part of the way because he's betrayed you. <laughs> he was a Leviathan. He played God for a while, and I know everybody's done bad things. And he let Lucifer in, so, you know, guys, he is what he is, and he's doing his best, but don't forget all that. <laughs> um <laughs> Winchester's cast doesn't regret killing Billy. Well, well that's, I do appreciate that part. Um, and then again, there was more Sam as Peacemaker. He says the Nephilim is still a mother and child. And this Nephilim is very different. It has the power of an archangel. And not just any archangel, it's Lucifer. I wonder... Right. Is that going to be the big bad for next season? Is it going to be a big bad later this season? It's going to be a baby. Are they going to age it rapidly like they did Amara? Like Amara, you know, been there, yeah. done that. Been there, done that. So why do that again, you know? Hmm. But that's what makes me think that there will be something else done. What a different big bad, or this is just going to be like? No, they won't. But something else will happen with the Nephilim, and it won't be, you know, aged rapidly like they did Amara. I don't think they would do it, but mm-hmm. you know, so close to the Amara storyline. I hope not, but but it's going to be a baby, and it's not even born yet. So if it's if it gets born. Well, that's true, too. But that's a big thing to just, you know, I don't know, have it die. Could it die? It's a Nephilim. It's no, it's no ordinary baby. Now, um, from the hmm. con reports today, from con reports today, I read where um, Mark Shepard said that he was going to be having... Um, some scenes with Lucifer later this season. So mm. Lucifer is coming back, apparently. According to Mark Shepard, which you can't always believe him, <laughs> he does like to put out faux spoilers. Mm. So, um, <laughs> but if that's true, uh, you know, may, you know that mm-hmm. maybe he's going to take 
the baby with him to hell or, you know, or it could be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess if it's Lucifer, that would be Mark Pellegrino's Lucifer, right? Stuck back in the cage. It's not a not a vessel. I would, That's gone. Yeah, I Those would. gone. Yeah. I would think so. Pellegrino. But we don't really know what happened to him when they used the magic egg, um, <laughs> you know, the magic <laughs> golden egg on him, because we just saw Lucifer go through an air vent, so we don't know really where he went. He could mm. get a different vessel, I guess. I don't know. Um. Anyway, that's all I had to say about Lily Sunder. I did like it. I'm glad she survived. I'm glad they didn't kill her, you know. Um, mm-hmm. She was a good character. I hope we see her again. Um, and that's about it. Um, so we we covered both episodes. Is there any other news? I'd say the ratings are steady, right? Both episodes yep, they yep. were steady. Mm-hmm. And um Staying pretty much in the same. In, and in the um Twitter it's the top five in Twitter, right, for the night? Trending. Twitter Yeah, it was uh came in fourth. Again. Again. So that's good. That keeps going. And moving to eight o'clock didn't matter. Nothing matters. Supernatural just keeps rolling. <laughs> so any other news, any other things to mention mm, Monday night on Timeless Eric Kripke's new show oh. um, Jim Beaver was in last week's and Jim Beaver will also be in this week's episode as well as the one after the season finale um, and also and Misha will also be in this week's episode so Monday night 10 o'clock Eastern time on NBC um, check out Timeless. Mm-hmm. Misha is going to be playing Elliot Ness, and Jim Beaver is playing a bad guy. So it's very cool. Yeah, that is neat. Um, I hope they get renewed. I yeah, I, it 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 really the show has a lot of potential. I think so. I think they're mm-hmm. just really just now starting to really get into the heart of the story, and I would really like for it to keep mm-hmm. going. Um, I guess that's it. I think so. We're all done. I think we're done. We have another new episode next week. Looked kind of intense. Looks like the whole gang is in it. Um. Didn't uh, Richard Spate direct this one coming up? And Davy Perez wrote it. I think so. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good pair. So it should be should be a good one, hopefully. And um, we'll be back to talk about it next weekend. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and that's it. See you next week. Thanks, everybody.
and let the boys say goodnight to you. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.